0: Get Fit Guy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit
1: Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield and I'm the Get Fit Guy. You know, occasionally there comes a time for your trusted Get Fit Guy to change my opinions and teachings based on cutting edge research that I'm constantly delving into. And today, I'm going to reveal something I was actually wrong about, specifically when it comes to fat loss. Now, in the episode, What is the Best Workout for Fat Loss, which I'll link to in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com, I give you the five characteristics of a successful fat loss program. Number one is convenience. That means you can do it anywhere without being forced to spend two hours at a gym, access special equipment, or purchase spendy gadgets. Number two is it needs to be full body. That means every muscle in your body needs to be targeted for a maximum metabolic boost so you combine upper and lower body exercises in the best workout for fat loss. Number three is heart rate stimulation. For maximum cardiovascular stimulation and a metabolic boost, your workout should require that you move from exercise to exercise with minimal rest or that you inject short bouts of intense cardio exercise during the fat loss program. Now, the number four reason that I gave in that episode was no heavy weights. I said to maximize fat loss, you need to be able to do more than eight repetitions of an exercise. And then number five is consistency. You should be able to do the workout two to four times each week without having to rest for several days due to excessive soreness. Well, it turns out that based on the latest research, I was wrong about one of those points. Can you guess which one? What was number four? No heavy weights. As a matter of fact, I recently found a study that showed that heavy weightlifting burns mostly fat. Now, this study, which I'll link to in the show notes, was entitled Oxygen Consumption and Substrate Use After Resistance Exercise. And it compared the effects of different types of workout intensity and weights on the amount of fat that the study participants burned after the exercise session was over. The researchers had 16 male students, all of whom had been training for at least six months, do weight training at different intensities. At one point, they trained at high intensity, in which they completed three sets of 10 reps at 75% of their one repetition maximum, or 1RM. And then they trained at a low intensity, completing three sets of 15 repetitions at 50% of their 1RM. The amount of energy each participant used during the low-intensity and the high-intensity training sessions was practically the same. But then the researchers monitored the study participants' energy expenditure for two hours after the training session. To do this, they had the participants sit on a bench immediately after completing the weightlifting session, and then they had them rest for two hours, after which their oxygen consumption, heart rate, and other important markers were analyzed. Well, it turns out that after the training session with heavy weights, the participants' post-exercise oxygen consumption, which is basically your metabolic rate, was higher than after training with the light weights. Even more interestingly, the increased energy expenditure after the heavy training session was mainly derived from fat stores, significantly higher amounts of fat oxidation occurring compared to the group that lifted the light weights. And the researchers summed it up this way. The study demonstrated that... Excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, or EPOC, and fat oxidation after the high intensity was higher than after the low intensity, and energy expenditure in the recovery period after the high intensity was also greater than after the low intensity. Thus, we conclude that high-intensity resistance exercise is a better choice in weight control programs for energy
0: expenditure. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app.
1: So that about sums it up. I guess I wasn't quite right when I said that the best fat loss program didn't use heavy weights because in this study, the best fat loss program used heavy weights. So now that you know the best kind of weightlifting to burn the most fat, what would an actual fat loss workout look like? Well, I'm going to give you a routine that incorporates the concepts you've just learned along with the additional fat burning, cardio boosting strategy that I outlined in that episode, which workout burns the most fat. So, start off by warming up with five to 10 minutes of cardio and dynamic stretching. And by the way, there's no need to do long cardio prior to a weight training session. In fact, recent research shows that if you want to maximize the effectiveness of a weight training workout, you should not do a long aerobic warm up like 30 minutes on a bicycle. So, next, do five to eight repetitions of the exercises I'm about to give you. Rest for 60 to 90 seconds after each set, which will allow you to do the exercises with good form. And do the entire routine as a circuit, meaning you start with the first exercise and you move to the last. If you're a beginning weightlifter, once you've made it through the entire circuit, you're done. If you're more advanced, you complete two to four rounds. So here are the exercises. Barbell squat. Dumbbell overhead press. Dumbbell walking lunge. Pull up or pull down, and if you need those to be heavier, you can add weight to the pull up, or you can simply add more weights on the stack for the pull down and pull with a wide overhand grip. Next, machine chest press or dumbbell bench press, which I'm a bigger fan of compared to a barbell bench press, which puts more stress on your shoulders, and then the barbell deadlift in which you pick a heavy weight off the ground. Finally, finish with a 30 to 60 second cardio burst at maximum intensity on the elliptical, the rowing machine, the treadmill, jumping rope, stair climber, etc. And then finally, if you're going through the entire routine once, you finish with a cool down, preferably a little bit of foam rolling and even a cold shower to increase fat oxidation even more. If you're more intermediate or advanced, again, do two to four rounds and then proceed to your cool down. You could do this routine one to two times per week and then... Add in a few fasted morning walks, a couple of days of high-intensity cardio intervals, and one longer weekend workout, like a swim, a paddleboard, a long walk, a bike ride, or a hilly hike, and you've got the perfect fat loss scenario. Now, if you have more questions about the best kind of weightlifting for burning the most fat, then you can leave your thoughts and join the discussion over at facebook.com getfitguy. You can also view videos of any of the exercises I just described at youtube.com slash bengreenfieldfitness. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.